Well, hello there and welcome back to episode number four of our Mind Over Money podcast. My name is Jerry Tolliver, CEO of Fly Credit and the creator of the Fly Credit University. Now, today we're going to be talking more about how to build financial confidence in your decision making. Because let's be let's be real, y'all. <laughs> Managing your finances can be a little stressful. And when you're stressed out, you're not very confident about the direction that you're going with your money. And so it's so crucial to you know, have um, a good amount of confidence when it comes to making decisions for your finances so that you can achieve financial security and success. I mean, think about it, right? If you really want to have freedom, if you really want to have a stacked bank account, if you really want to have, you know, good credit for the long haul, not short term, but long term, then we have to determine how can we build the confidence around our money? How can we build the confidence around our credit? How can we build the confidence that we're going to make the right decisions for ourselves and for our future? Well, to make this a little easier on y'all, I've got 10 tips to help you guys with making that, that shift from being completely afraid of even looking at your bank account balance or even looking at your credit score to totally changing it around and feeling confident about where it's going and what you're doing and the decisions that you're making to press forward even faster with your finances. So the first thing you need to do, honestly, is you really just need to educate yourself because when you educate yourself, your knowledge is going to take you further faster than the cost of being ignorant. See, most people pay a very, very high cost for ignorance and just not knowing any better. In fact, I paid that cost myself. I paid that cost plenty of times. I paid that cost in high interest rates. I paid that cost in high deposits. I paid that cost in denials and wasted time. I paid the cost. And so if you want to eliminate the cost of bad credit and making bad decisions, then you have to educate yourself first because when you know better, you do better. And so start by educating yourself about your finances, about credit, about budgeting, about paying off debt, about negotiating with creditors, about building business credit. Educating yourself is going to empower you to make the right decisions. Read the books, go to the workshops, take the courses, follow and, you know, follow reputable experts like me so that you can duplicate our levels of successes. See, the thing is, I can't teach you something that I've never done before. And I never will, because that's not going to do me or you any good. And it's going to be a complete waste of your time. And so what I do instead is I focus on what I already know. And so I already know how to build credit. I already know how to manage my credit. I already know how to protect my credit. I know how to build business credit. I know how to pay off debt. I know how to negotiate with creditors. I know how to do all of these things. And so if my credit score goes down, there's no sweat. If my bank account balance is a little low, no problem. If my, you know, my, my investing accounts are dwindling, I'm like, hold on now. <laughs> so the thing is, once you know better, you can do better and you feel a lot less stressed out because you have a better understanding of what's going on. You have a better understanding of financial concepts and you'll be better equipped to make more informed decisions. See, we mostly feel afraid when we're making decisions because we're not, we're just not sure if we have enough information to make the right decision for ourselves. And so in order to do that, you have to, number two, set some financial goals. So setting financial goals is the number one step to changing your life. 
because when you're not specific about where you're going, when you're not specific about how you're going to do it, if you're not specific about what you want to achieve, if you're not specific on who you want to achieve it with, guess what? You're always going to stay stuck. You're always going to be in wonderland, wondering if I'm ever going to have good credit, a stack bank account, a savings account, or an investment account, right? We just stay wondering. But if you want to stop wondering, then you have to set some financial goals for yourself. Now, these are short-term and long-term goals. Short-term goals are generally something that's about one to two years. Two years or more are long-term goals. Now, some of the goals that I set my, for myself was I wanted to have good credit. I wanted to buy a house. I wanted to build a six-figure business. I wanted to build a seven-figure business. I wanted to help thousands of people do the same thing. And so creating goals for yourself and deadlines and milestones is going to give you a lot more clarity to get it done and get it done the right way. See, my mentor told me that nothing becomes dynamic until it becomes specific. So what this means is if you really want more for your life, if you really want to, you know, get on with your life and get things done and, you know, scratch things off of your to-do list, then you have to make the to-do list first. So if you're trying to save some money, buy a house, plan for retirement, you have to have some very clear objectives about what you want to achieve and the sense of direction and purpose that you want to have. So if you, if you want to do something a certain way, that's all good. There's more than one way to achieve a goal. So determine what your specific goals are so that you can develop a plan on how you're going to actually achieve it. You know, that that's the bottom line, how you're going to achieve it. So create the plan and create it as soon as possible. Now, as soon as you get your goals together, right? You've got your goals, you know what you wanna do. The next thing you wanna do is you want a set of budget. Now, a, a budget is what I call a money plan. So we talked about setting goals. The next is, what's the plan? Like, What are we going to do? How are we going to carry this out? What's the play that we're going to run, right? Well, a budget is a, it's a plan. It's, it's a play, right? You're going to budget your money so that you can track your income. You can track your expenses. You'll know where your money is going. You'll be able to identify places where you can cut costs and save more money and redirect it into places that are more prosperous for your future. And sticking to a budget also gives you an opportunity to create discipline. See, a lot of us don't have a lot of discipline around our finances. We just spend it all willy-nilly. You know, we spend it at the, the restaurants. We spend it on entertainment. We spend it doing the things that we want to do. But the problem with these this short-term way of managing finances is that it offsets your long-term goals. So if your goal is to buy a house in the next two years, then you know that there are some steps to getting that achieved. You have to save money for a down payment. You have to save money for maybe closing costs. You have to, you know, get yourself mentally prepared for the process. You've got to get your tax returns together, your bank statements. You, you have to be prepared, right? And so if you want to save money for a house, you have to put up together a budget. You have to create some restrictions for yourself so that you don't spend unnecessary money and offset your long-term goals. So determine you know, where can I cut back? Where can I save? Where can I make more money? Where can I best put my energy so that I can get to my ultimate goal a lot faster? And a budget is going to help you do that. Now, the great thing about this is that when you stick to your budget, you're going to build discipline. And when you build discipline, you build your confidence. 
Here's why. Here's why. Psychologically speaking, the reason why building discipline builds confidence is because you feel good about the fact that you're able to stick to something and you're able to get results. See, when you're able to see your savings account building or when you're able to see your investment account growing, you get excited about that. And excitement creates more confidence because you realize that your decision created that outcome, that positive outcome. And so you want to keep that momentum going by sticking to your plans, by creating the plans and sticking to the plans. And sticking to the plan is going to create the momentum, it's going to create the results, it's going to create the discipline, which is all going to grow your confidence around the decisions that you make around your finances. Now, after you create a budget, you also need to create a savings. Y'all, most Americans, more than 70% Americans have less than $1,000 saved up in their savings account. If even they have a savings account. So there is a very large disparity between people that have it and people that don't. And I can tell you that a lot of people don't. So if you don't have at least a savings account with at least $1,000 in that in that bank account, then start working on that. Start working on having a little, a nest egg in case of emergencies because emergencies happen. Life be lifing, right? I, I say this every single time, but life does. Life be lifing. And you never know what's gonna come up. You never know what's gonna happen. And you always wanna have a little nest egg, a safety net to relieve any type of financial stress. And remember, when you relieve financial stress, you're more confident. Because if you had a savings account, let's say, that can hold you over for six months of living expenses, wouldn't you feel confident about that? Wouldn't you feel confident about, you know, surviving a economic downturn or you know, any kind of emergency for that matter, a job loss, sickness, you will feel confident about that because you have a nest egg, you have a plan. And as long as you stick to the plan and you have at least enough money to hold you over, there's no reason to fear, fear to feel fearful about that. So start building your emergency fund as soon as you possibly can so that you can feel good about being able to cover any unexpected expenses and be able to you know, feel your way through and see your way through any type of financial obstacles that you ever you know, come across. Next, you wanna start small with investing um, money, okay? You wanna start small about investing because investing is ultimately what's gonna set you free. You don't, you don't, become rich or wealthy by saving money. That's a fact. So if you want to make, if you want to become free, if you want to be able to never have to work again in your life, that you're going to have to invest your money and investing your money could be stocks. It could be real estate. It could be, you know, mutual funds, it, it, you know, wh whatever, whatever your choice is. Okay. Make the investment because make the, making the investment is going to build another nest egg for you so that when you retire or whatever the case is, you'll know that you have a, 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 a place where you're bringing in revenue, right? Where you're bringing in a source of income or some some sort of money so that you don't have to work at Costco as a greeter when you get older or you don't have to go working anywhere for that matter when you get older. You can sit back chill because your investments are paying you back an, R, an ROI. That's the only way you know it's an investment. An investment gives you a return on that investment. So determine what you're going to invest in. 
and then make those investments and just keep growing your investment account. And when you do, again, it's going to build your confidence because you have another nest egg and you feel like you have some a good, strong foundation with your finances. Next, you want to seek professional advice, because if you don't know what you're doing or how to do it and you feel very overwhelmed or uncertain about the financial decisions that you're making, then I highly encourage you get a planner, an advisor, a coach, a a counsel, a mentor, whatever you want to call them. (laughs) Get somebody that can give you some really good sound advice, because it's very difficult and very, very hard to progress in your life when you're lost and confused because confusion doesn't create results confusion creates more confusion which creates fear and fear creates stagnation because remember in our last episode we talked about that what does fear create flight fight or fright emotions so i don't want you to be in the fear phase because you don't it doesn't have to be that way but most of the time we're fearful because we just don't know what we're doing so get yourself somebody that can give you some really good sound counsel and stick with them so that they can help you progress get results and ultimately build you some confidence next Practice some patience, y'all, for real, because this is not an overnight thing. Um, Building excellent credit, building wealth, building freedom, that takes some time, years, in fact. So pace yourself. Know that this is a marathon. It is not a sprint. It's not something that's going to happen if you keep making bad decisions or if you keep making impulse decisions and if you don't stick to the plan. So make sure that you give yourself enough time so that you can stay dedicated and you can stay committed committed to reaching your short-term and your long-term objectives. Next, you want to review and you also want to optimize or even adjust your plan, okay? So if you find that maybe your plan isn't working the way that you want it to, or maybe it is working really well, but you see some holes that you want to fill, then work on that, honestly. Um, I remember when I first started managing my finances and um, starting to automate my finances, I started to look into different ways to help myself with, you know, not having to worry about my bills getting paid on time or not having to worry about a late payment on my credit report and not having to worry about my credit cards getting overutilized. So I created systems around myself so that all those things could get done. So I put all my bills on auto pay or I make sure that I put important dates in my calendar or I take a look at investment opportunities or I, you know, speak with my advisors and counselors and I just try to see, you know, where can I make the improvement improvements and then I make them. And if it works great, if it doesn't, then I just readjust and do what I need to do. Next, you want to learn from your mistakes. You're going to make mistakes on this journey and it's perfectly okay. Everybody makes some financial mistakes. I know I have them in the past and sometimes I still make a few mistakes here and there, especially with investing. I'm still kind of learning that, but don't dwell on the mistakes. That's, That's the only advice that I have for you with that. Because if you dwell on your mistakes, then you know, it's going to, it's going to, it's, it's just going to discourage you. And if you want to keep your confidence high about your financial decisions, just view them as learning opportunities instead of mistakes and just analyze where you went wrong. So see where you went wrong and use that as knowledge to improve your decision-making in the future. And I can promise you, you'll be a, okay. Okay. I've made my mistakes. I've learned my lessons and a lot of them I have not repeated again. (laughs) So I'm grateful for that. And I'm so happy that I was able to learn how to overcome it. Because if I wouldn't have learned how to do that, then I would still be stuck and I wouldn't even be here trying to teach you how to build your financial confidence. And then lastly, I want you to think about 
if you're not already, and I'm assuming that you are because you're here right now, but you want to surround yourself with positive influences. So try not to engage with people that are not like-minded or not on the same page as you. So don't hang around people that are financially irresponsible or don't hang around people that spend money all willy-nilly or don't you know work with people that don't have to, don't know how to manage or keep money. You want to you want to network with people that know how to keep money, that know how to get money, that know how to grow money, that know that just have similar, you know, motivation and goals as you do because these are the kind of people that can give you the support that you need in order to progress uh, and reach your full potential. But the people that are dragging their feet and spending money crazy, have bad credit, don't hang around those folks because those folks are going to be the same people that get you in that same exact position because, I mean, influences are real. And if you hang around five broke people, guess who's going to be the sixth person? You are. So don't put yourself in that position. Instead, start surrounding yourself with people that have the same kind of mindset as you do that can influence you in a positive way that won't question you about why you're saving money or why you're staying in the house or, you know, why you have these type of goals. Instead, hang around people that support that, the people that are encouraging you, the people that are happy for you, that are people that are waiting for you to cross the finish line because it's going to be a gradual process. It's going to take some time. And the last thing that you need is to be listening to people for two, three, four, five, a decade, people that are telling you that something that can't be done and you should just quit or that, you know, just do this with me. Nah, don't do that. And stay, instead, stay committed to your financial goals, your education, and don't be afraid to ask for guidance when you need it. Uh, because there's people out here like me, there's plenty of professionals out here that will guide you along the right path and see you to your ultimate goal and see you to the finish line. And over time, you know, what you'll realize is as you start reaching these goals, as you start knocking out these milestones, you're confidence is going to grow over time and you're going to feel so, so good about your future. So let's actually recap those 10 years. I know we went over that. The number one is educate yourself first. Number two, set financial goals that are very clear. Number three, create a budget for your money, an intentional financial plan, right? Number four, build an emergency fund because life be life in. Number five, start small with investing your money investments are going to ultimately set you on a path of financial freedom. And then number six, you want to seek professional advice, people like me that can help you out. Number seven, practice your patience because you're going to need it on this journey. Number eight, review and adjust your plan when needed and optimize it when you can. Number nine, learn from your mistakes and view them as opportunities to learn, okay? And then surround yourself with positive people was the last point. So I hope y'all got some good, great information out of today's session. And if you did, I want y'all to throw the information in the comments below so I'll know what your biggest takeaway today was today. So I hope that you feel a little more confident around your finances and the direction that you're going. And if you do, Drop that comment below and I'll love to see it. But thank you again for joining me for today's uh, Mind Over Money segment. I will see y'all next time. Have a great day. This is Jerry of Fly Credit.